Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 68, The Leadership Mindset. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're not on Snapchat, you need to jump on immediately. It's an awesome platform. It's so cool to connect with some of you guys through it. And you could find me at my name, actually, my first initial and my last name. So T Retcher, so T R E C H E R. Add me and let's connect. In addition, the Positivity Effects store is launching on May 1st. I am so excited about it. There's going to be some cool t-shirts on there and other inspiring products that will be added along the way to keep you guys feeling positive and uplifted, so stay tuned. Today, I have on Joe Noya. He is a results and leadership coach from the UK. And hey, if you are listening in the UK right now, that's awesome and it means so much. Thank you so much for connecting. It's, it's really cool to hear that or see that people from all around the world are tuning into the positivity effect. So Joe is a leadership coach, and he's he's taught me a lot in just a conversation I've had with him, and he shares some real raw moments in his own life, and we talk about leadership and empowerment and disempowering thoughts and embracing failure and why individuals struggle with finding their purpose and a whole lot more. Joe is an awesome guy. He is allowing us to contact him through his email. You can reach out to him at jncoachingtechnologies at live.com. Also check out his website, jncoachingtechnologies.weebly.com. So help me welcome Joe now to the Positivity Effect. Hey, what's going on, Joe? Hey, Thomas, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful. You know, it's uh, it's awesome to have you on the Positivity Effect. I think it's so cool. Uh, how we connected with each other, you know, we connected right through Twitter, uh, shared shared some little sh- you know, some common knowledge, and we we found we found some commonalities between the two of us. and And the cool part about it is, you're calling in uh, from England, and I'm here in New York, and we're kind of bridging the gap right now, uh, putting a blanket of of good vibes, good positive energy around the world uh, for the, for those that are listening right now. And I, I just, I always find it so awesome. So Joe, my, you know, I always say to you, thank you so much uh, for coming on and spending this hour. You're more than welcome. It's, it's great to connect. And as I say, connecting over Twitter is just such a powerful thing and the amount of connections you can get. And it was great that you've invited me on your show, actually, um, to share, you know, what I think is a really, really powerful aspects of coaching. So we t- you know i gave a little backstory about your coaching business now you have you have a, a big history in in helping just manage people and there's certain there's skills that come with that there's there's leadership there's you have to have a vision when you're leading people yeah but now you're also you're coaching people you're helping people get their right mindset so where where did that start for you uh you know let's take some a few steps back even maybe before you were leading and guiding people you know 
Who was Joe, you know, 15, 20 years ago? What was that time frame for you where you started to make shifts where you were now stepping up into these leadership roles? And, and then we'll kind of lead into that, that point today where now you're coaching other people how they can improve their mindset to get to where they want to be. Well, it all started really when I started work. I mean, I started, you know, I started um, in insurance. I've seen many examples of leadership and how people are managed and the whole journey for me was starting right from the bottom so like starting from you know starting from an administration position seeing how things worked but the thing that's sort of I was it wasn't really conscious decision at first because you're just growing you're just finding your feet you're getting into the world of work you find these different personalities how you manage different personalities how you manage different people with different beliefs about how things should run so it's about managing all that. And one of the things that struck me was when people actually, you know, try and train or coach or mentor people, it's really how people don't, or, you know, leaders or, you know, potential people who have got more experience sometimes don't understand the impact they have when they're actually trying to train or show or trying to give people new insights into how they should either you know, do their work um, or even just manage a relationship in the office or even when you know when they're outside so a lot of it came the inspiration for where I am now was how can I change that how can I actually get a message across um, to people to actually take I suppose empower themselves to no matter what the situation is to move on past that and actually go right these are my limiting thoughts how can I then push past that and a lot of the things examples that I've had is that you know you see people who are really driven to to get to their to their goals and there's other people who just don't know where they want to be and and part of my role as I've been going through you know the world of coaching training mentoring is how do I get people to focus on really what what they want what they want to get what's going to make them happy um, and what's when they come to work or when they when they leave work and go home how can they then have that happy life and that then brought me on to coaching actually so it doesn't stop at work it's it's, it's relationships with you know, your family, your friends, your, who do you surround yourself with? So it was really about how now, you know, when I've got through, you know, the working, but how can I now help you to have the whole the whole aspect? I think now, you know, in working environments, they're calling um, this well-being. And uh, this is where I think it's going to be a huge growth there. And I think you guys in America, I think you're quite a way ahead in that. And I think we're quite slowly, well, I think we're catching up quite quickly, actually, Thomas. Um, but um, I think that's where it's going. And that's really where... I think now the thrust is is a lot of businesses are now looking for that whole package, not just when people are at work, but actually when people go home, how they feel once they've been at work, how they then, you know, what, what's affecting them from home, are they bringing it to work and how can we manage that? And coaching is a big, big part of that, I feel, um, and how people can manage that and how people can get the feeling they're after. And not to change the subject too much, but that was a big point you touched on. Also, you 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 said you've mentioned even our personal relationships, our family. Yeah. Uh, if we're coming from, if we're saying just the the parents and how the parents have to guide their children, they have to lead yeah. their children, they have to have a vision for the family. And if there's no vision, then the children will feel lost. And you hear sometimes those struggles in the family of, oh, why mm. why are my kids doing this, or why are they mm. acting out in this way? Mm. Those things are always going to happen because children are children, right? Kids are going to be yeah. kids, that phrase. But Absolutely. I think it's so important when, when, as a parent, and I'm not a parent yet. I'm, I'm on the way of, I'm going to be married this year. And, and that's just my, my goal is I want wow. to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Congratulations. Cool. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And 
it's coming from that place that of understanding that we can teach our kids through our words, but they learn so much more through our actions. And they pick up so much more when they see mom and dad living their lives a certain way. And I think that translates beautifully into what you're talking about with leadership in business Mm -hmm. is when employees are looking, when they have an image in their head of who the leadership is and and who, who, who are the people that are guiding them, it's a lot easier for them to, to step into the role of putting more hours in, maybe even working when they're not going to get paid or, or pushing harder or taking shorter breaks or, you know, really contributing to their company, even if it, they're not an entrepreneur, they're, they're working for someplace. Mm-hmm. When, they, when they see and they understand that the leadership has clear values of where the company wants to go, when the, comp- when the leadership cares about the employees, when the leadership is just looking to drive forward in a certain direction and, and, and thinks about things like giving back to the world and, and being socially responsible. And, and I'm sure that's what you see is, is that shift when, it, when, it, when if you were to consult or help a business understand that, the leadership understand that, that they'll start to see the changes in their employees and they'll start to have more positive work environments. Yeah, absolutely, Thomas. You got it spot on there. It's actually, you know, what that what that generates is when a business has a clear vision and the values, and those visions and values, and people can connect with those visions and values. That's where you get the empowerment. You know, that's where you create environments where people can actually look to try things with and learn from actually failing. And I think we talked about. I know we touched on it very briefly um, when we connected previously about. Um, about Google X, didn't we? And and how their projects running, and how and how they actually want projects to fail, so they can actually start to learn. But actually, as a business, how do you foster that? How do you get away from the blame game and actually say, well, actually, how can we learn from this? And what what actually happens so we can make things better? And once you have that trusting environment, once you get the, the leadership actually talking to their people and saying look we want you to we want you to try these new ideas and we will back you you know we will, we will class is a learning experience but also there's a financial behind about actually creating a, an area where they can actually express themselves and actually innovate for businesses by using those visions and values and once that happens you then won't need to ask people you won't need to ask people can you then do some more hours here can you do some overtime here because they will want to do it they will want to help the vision help build that He'll build that vision and what what gives back and and I say a lot of uh, businesses well now are actually involved in actually giving back and and businesses that I've been involved with are actually giving back and that only not, not only goes for the businesses but goes to individuals and how we as individuals give back and how that feels to us and when they see leaderships doing that when you see that the business wants to do that then the individuals want to do it and it creates that whole good feeling when you give when you give back. It's, it's, it can actually be you get a good feeling. Someone says, well, that was really great. We got a lot of help from that. Thank you for helping out. And those small things build up that massive thing called confidence and self-esteem. And it's just a, a, instead, instead of having a downward spiral, you get an upward spiral. And, of course, let's be realistic. You're always going to have challenges. But once you've built up that, that resilience, which is another important factor by doing these things, once the challenges come, 
you're then in a much better position to analyze what's happening and actually to take to learn from those trends and say actually okay this didn't work out but what can i learn from that to improve and then make it better or change or even sometimes change direction because it's not quite working but having the bravery to change direction and sometimes that even involves leaderships changing potential values or visions depending on what actually is happening with their people so it's just being brave being resilient and sticking with what you truly believe in and sharing that power and vision really and i love that you touched on the word failure such yeah. a powerful powerful word absolutely because failure can either cripple us or it can empower us in my own life, I've learned to just embrace the failure, even when if it's scary yeah. and there's there's fear in my mind, because I know that I'm one step closer to something that I'm trying to achieve. And when you when you work through the failures, you know that okay, that you can make that shift, you can push that thing aside and get closer to what you're trying to achieve. And that can be in in your family if if you mess up and you say the wrong thing to your wife or your, your husband or you say the wrong thing to your, your your kids. Don't brush it under the rug. Just accept it as a failure and figure out how you're going to learn from it. Yeah. And, now we, and now we say, Joe, like what you were saying with the businesses, if you're in a role of leadership, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to lead the people in the company at times. You know, there's going to be times where it's not going to be, it's not going to work out or or people are not going to see the vision you have. So you, you make that shift and you embrace the failure to, to, to learn from it and to focus on where you can make and you can pivot. And it's, I think it's easier to embrace failures when you, when you are able to understand your purpose and your why, like you had just outlined just a moment ago. When, when you have that clearness of why you're trying to do something, it's going to be okay when you come to the failures because you know they're just, they're just pushing you along towards the end goal absolutely you're spot on thomas i mean a lot of people that i work with that is the key when you saw you, you you took you picked a fantastic word purpose now a lot of people when i've coached them that's the thing that they struggle with not many people have actually defined what is their purpose what is it they want to achieve and i think a lot of it derives from that and um, I found a lot of it. One people, one people, once people find and define their purpose, one of the questions is, okay, what is it? You know, what is it that you want to achieve? What is it you want to do? What's you, what would make you feel inspired? And I think that's the key. Um, and once you have that, once you have, as you said, the failure, you can embrace it because actually you can then go back and look at what your purpose and go, actually, this is part of the journey. This is part of, you know, me getting to where I want to be by embracing this failure and actually learning from it and moving forward and a lot of the time what happens is, is i see it time and time again just before people are going to succeed they have a challenge and it's almost like a failure but as they fail they then succeed because they're pushing through as you talked about the fear they push through the fear once they push through the fear they then succeed and i have seen people just on the precipice of succeeding and then they pull back and of course that's okay too because that's a learning curve and once they realize that and they go oh, i right, pull back from that could have worked out might not have worked out but actually the next time they then use then you ask the powerful questions and the next time you enable them to push through that and um, to the next level um, and that's what it's all about but it's also about recording you know recording what you're doing you know if you have a favorite what happened you know have them have success 
what happened there how did that happen and learning from that and recording it as well is a great thing i mean recording your journey is a fantastic thing whether you're a business whether individual whether in family what you talked about Thomas, you know when you've got children you know, you're going to have you know you know you, you may have children you know you know they're going to have a journey of their own um, and again you know they're going to look for they're going to look for examples of what happens and and it's by encouraging them to actually you know test the barrier test the waters you know encourage them to think okay you know, you know, if they say I can't have, you know, okay, if we say you can't, what do you mean by that? Understanding their world, and and again, as um, our great coach um, said before, Stephen Covey, the map is not the territory. You know, we, we, you know, everybody's got a different map of the world, and it's down to us to understand that and, and trying to sit side by side by each other. But like we're doing now across the world, we're standing side by side by each other, trying to figure out, okay, how can we help people by doing this? You know, conversation, and by having these conversations, how can we move people forward? And, it's, and you know, hopefully, someone gets inspired by it and can actually move forward. Um, and that would be fantastic. Yeah, it's definitely it's so fantastic when you can make those shifts. So, Joe, what was a time in your own life, a story that you could share, where maybe you felt or you were disempowered, and then you were able to recognize that and be able to make a proper shift and get out of it? Wow, that is a question, Thomas. That is, isn't it? It's a very good question. Um, as I discussed, I think we we talked briefly, didn't we? And uh, you know, I did go um, back in back in the day quite a while ago now, but I suffered with depression. I didn't know what it was. Something was happening to me. I didn't know what it was, and and I was I was in leader. You know, I was a leadership position at that point, and uh, you know, it was a terrible time. I didn't. I, you know, I was driving to work and. I didn't want to go to work. I wanted to drive past work. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd go to the, uh, I don't know what you call it in America. They call it John or whatever. The toilets here, we call them. I don't know. But you go in there. And, <laughs> <laughs> I think you call them the John. Or something. I don't know what it is. But, the, the John. Um, is it the John? We go, we go to the John. We'll use that. Um, John, for you American folks out there, and toilets for you uh, English people who are around the world. Um, yeah, and, you know, I'd lock yourself in there, and your thoughts would remonstrate, and I didn't know what was happening. I was... You know, going spiraling down and down and down, and and this is where you know you just think, well, what is going on? And so I was lucky enough that you know, you know, I, you know, I, I had to explain to my wife at the time. I said, like, I don't know what's happening to me, what's going on, and I always felt I was a very, you know, very positive person. I couldn't understand what's happening. And uh, anyway, long story short, I went to the doctors. He then identified it as depression, and I, it was like a relief. It was like oh, I now understand what's happening, and ever since then. You know, that's another one of them. I think you just you used a brilliant word, Thomas. That pivotal moment where you think, right, there's got to be more to this to be able to actually shift my thinking to be actually actually deal with this and actually make this a you know a massive outcome. And the, and the ironic thing about this is, had I not had that, I wouldn't be talking to you here today. Wow. No way. Wow. No way. Um, so you know, although that happened and it was. You know, and, and of course, there's always challenges and it's always in the background. And you've got to, you know, the ways of dealing with it. But, you you know, had that not happened, you know, all the giant coaching things, the videos, me talking to you, like I said before, this would not have happened, not in a million years. But that shift and I always talk about events and I see it happen all the time. And, you know, when I see leadership and, and when I see leadership happening in a way that's not empowering people, you know, people say to me, what do you think of that, John? I say, well, actually, an event's going to happen that leadership's going to be severely tested and they're going to have to shift. They're going to have to shift because 
you know, you can't you can't fight against the, you know nature, which basically demands you to change. You know, nature will catch you on the side and say you need to start taking care of this. And that's what right, I didn't do. Right. That's what I didn't do when you know that, that illness. You know, something's going on in my head was saying you need to do something. You need to do something. But it's whispers in your ear. You don't listen to it, and suddenly, you know, bang. You know, nature will have its course. So you now need to take action. You now need to do it. And the whole point is to know yourself. Once you know yourself, you can then progress. And that's the whole point of this. Is to the whole beauty of it is that you can, if you can listen to those messages, those small messages, you can then empower and move yourself full forward to actually almost like negotiate the event. It may still happen, but you can negotiate. You're prepared for it. And your preparation is one of those keys. And this is what all this does prepares you for where you want to be. And that leads us nicely back to our purpose and it, it allowed you to to raise your awareness in the middle of the turmoil i think you know we're all going to have i mean i think i know we, we all have those moments where life is crushing down around us mm, absolutely and what separates somebody that makes it through versus somebody that that falls off and continually gets Get gets beaten down by it is they raise their awareness of what's going on about the situation and what is their response to the situation. Absolutely, and that's what it sounds like that you you made that shift. You were going through it; it was really tough at the time, and then you went to the seminar and there was things you learned, and you came out the other end with your own coaching company, JN Coaching Technologies, where you empower so many people now. And that would have never happened. We would never be having this conversation right now if you weren't able to step back amidst the turmoil in your own head and say, what does this really mean to me? And what am I going to do with it when I get through this? Absolutely. And that's the whole thing is there was that once you had that, once you I had this, you know, this, this, you know, obviously the thinking behind it is then I wanted to share that and to give that back because there are so many people out there which are going through similar things, even worse things. Um, you know, and if we can just, even by doing this conversation, if we can just help someone by 1% or even 0.5%, that's a shift in the right direction. And, and gradually, gradually, people can build, people can you know, do what they want to do and, and actually start to shape where they want to be. Um, and as I say, you, know, you may have a goal, but it may, you may go in a different type of journey. But, you know, but if we can just do that through doing these types of things, then it's fantastic. That's so true. So Joe, we're at the end of today's episode. Guys, thank you so much for listening and and Joe for being so transparent and, and sharing your story of how you are to you are who you are today and how you got to the point where, where you are because there's people that are listening that are in difficult moments in their life. And like you said, that could be there could be one person, even if there's a thousand people listening, if there's one person that gets something out of this conversation, then we did the right thing. And it means so much for you to come on. And tomorrow, guys, we have Joe back on and we're gonna we're gonna get get nitty gritty. We're gonna really talk about some actionable things that you could start to do. And we're gonna really get deep on that. because uh, today we kind of touched on the real ten thousand foot view of some of these things. Uh, you know, we talked about thinking like defining your purpose, uh, pushing through your fear, recording your journeys, you know things like journaling. So we're going to talk about the specifics of some of these things so you can make some really massive shifts in your life. Brilliant. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Positivity Effect. I promise to keep sharing inspiring stories with the guests 
every single day. I hope you feel inspired and I hope that we start some self-reflection in you on topics like transparency, compassion, and empathy. Please check out the website at positivityeffect.com. Sign up for the newsletter and I'll send you some tips to get you thinking more positively. If you're really enjoying the positivity effect, please tell someone about the show. Together we can create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world, something that we need so desperately today. So thanks again so much for listening. See you tomorrow for another episode of the positivity effect.